Back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, spinning the one and twos, broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. 877-37-GRIND is your number. Um, all right, so keeping it moving here. Um, yeah, but come on, man. That's totally, I mean, yeah, that's a difference between you know, the three-point line and the WNBA and then Steph's line, which, again, as long as it's, you know, Fun and jest. I just brought it up because I didn't know, like, you know, because I think even if it's, you know, if there's no hidden agenda behind it, like political statement or women's rights or whatever empowerment, then I do think it's organic. It's different. I mean, but I do think it's I do think it's a little bit or I do think it's organic. You no, know, this is manufactured by the agent. It's going to go viral. Uh, the the shooting contest they're gonna because they're I think they're both also taking half court shots involved in this to start it off like this is something that's the marketing ploy and it's a good one it's very good but it's I can see through what they're doing the dunk contest is manufactured Jonas the 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 skills challenge is, I mean the the skills sure, challenge is this manufactured is just, but this is just another manufactured piece it's not organic. This isn't oh you know Steph caught a viral video and he and it was really him that you know that actually tweeted out no this was set up by the team you could see the setup from 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 the the WNBA All Star game last year are you gonna been watch building towards this maybe I mean what is it Friday I'll catch three- I'll, I'll definitely catch it on Twitter yeah you know because I mean I spend more time there than you do so yes I will have seen the comprehensive of the event okay. Eight seven seven three seven grind. Um, all right, so keeping it moving, uh, transitioning because it touched on everything NBA wise. Let's trans- transition into the National Football League, um, and it's it's ironic because I had the main topic I wanted to touch on, starting with the defending champions, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, who had their parade today, which I mentioned in the first hour. Uh, which we've got some breaking news over the last few hours. I know Kansas City Rob uh, messaged me a while ago. Uh, but I guess there was a shooting out at the the parade today um, in regards to the Kansas City Victory Parade. What's the details that you have on that? Uh, through CBS Sports, um, the Kansas City Police Department released this statement. Uh, quote, at the, following, at the conclusion of the rally, there were shots fired west of Union Station near the garage and several people were struck. There have been two armed people detained for more investigation. We need people to exit the area as quickly as safely as possible and avoid the parking garage in order to maintain and facilitate treatment of shooting victims. Um, they're asking for any footage that's been you know taken to be shared. Um, and I know that you know media members had to kind of take shelter. Uh, there's a child reunification center for parents and kids who got separated during the chaos. But that's what we know. That's the the uh, the statement from police. Um, look, man, it, it's um. Well, first of all, like say any fatalities, any anything like that. Well, again, we know about there were some wounds. Okay, uh, multiple people were shot. Okay, um, just look, man. Um, I'm pretty sure the details will come out of what stems this. I mean, anytime you have large crowds, you got alcohol involved. Um, just a sad situation, man. Um, you know. From the organizational standpoint, um, 
you know, it doesn't change anything, I believe, from a views of myself, in my opinion, how I view the Kansas City's organization. Um, it happened at their victory play, uh, parade, but it's not a, a reflection of the front office, uh, you know, or the team. Uh, but with that said, number one, it's just a sad situation. It continues to remind us what sad times that we live in to where, you know, normally when you have big gatherings like this and crowds and there's alcohol, you know, there was a time and place of maybe even 20 years ago, uh, 25 years ago, maybe that the worst thing you had to worry about is a fight. There's going to be fights, fisticuffs. People get arrested. You live to fight another day. Now we're in a time where it seems like no matter what state, and I know every different state has different gun laws and stuff, um, that now it's no, it's not about squabbing. It's not about fighting or, you know, you push me or I'm drunk. It's about we're going to draw like it's the way. I mean, and I'm not even trying to be funny, but it's almost seems like you've been living in the wild, wild west times in regards to this situation. And to sit there at a parade where there's kids, uh, where there's supposed to be a celebration and a, and, and a good light for the city of uh, Kansas City, um, you know, it's just it's bad. Um, you know, it's just unfortunate and just hope that those that were shot or wounded uh, can recover. Um, but from the fan base side of things, I don't know, man. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs, it's just like, man, you, they've had some bad light. Uh, in regards to, I mean, they had the Wolfman, the bank robber that was the fugitive, one of the most wanted dudes uh, in in America uh, at one time with his multiple state bank robberies. And then you have this. And you can't sit there and say, like, this is new to them. This is their third one in like five years. So you never really heard of anything major uh, at their parades. But just a fortunate situation um, and, and all it takes because uh, I would say they probably had at least maybe I would say maybe what maybe 300 maybe I'm lowballing it maybe about 300 to a half a million people at the parade uh, maybe I'm low maybe it's a little bit higher but I don't know what the weather was like there but I'm pretty sure it was chilly and cold usually like before at this time in Kansas City, Missouri but um and the fact that this happened, so this happened at the end of the celebration. Like, this has happened, like, everybody's trying to leave. Everybody, it's over. The team's, uh, you know, yeah, motorcade. From, from the police report by. at yeah. the conclusion of okay. the rally. Okay. Yeah. Just unfortunate. Probably, I, I can tell you right now, alcohol is involved, most likely. Um, I'm pretty sure anybody was taken in that parade. It started at 11 Eastern time. Um or 12 Eastern time, excuse me, they were taking the day off of work. Uh, everybody was off, so you're going to consume beverages and you're partying and you're midst of a dynasty, and things got out of hand. Uh, but it just amazes me. Um, you know, I know Texas gets a bad rap because of the gun laws here and everything, but to be honest with you, um, in any state now, it, it seems like we're operating in the wild, wild west days where if we're going to have a skirmish, whether it's road rage whether it's an altercation at a parade, you know, nowhere, mall, parking lot, there's going to be somebody draw a gun. It's just it's just crazy uh, the times that we live in. 877-37-GRIND. Um, all right, so sticking to the football theme here on a lighter note, 
Um, Shelby T. James had a question uh, since our second hour. She had chimed in. She said, Cal, uh, this is on Facebook Live. She said, Cal, I've been reading that Tyrone Smith of the Cowboys is a free agent this season, and he has been in talks with the Chiefs. Do you think at his age he can help the Chiefs O-line to protect Mahomes? I haven't heard that report, Shelby. I know that I wanted to get into uh, USA Today had a top 25 free agent list. I haven't looked at that, but Jonas is going to give that to me here in a minute in real time. Um, no, I, look, I would be surprised if the Kansas City Chiefs turned to an aging Tyrone Smith um, that basically has a history in the last five years of not being able to stay healthy. Um, if they want to improve their offensive line, I would be very surprised. It doesn't matter really how cheap they get Tyrone Smith. I don't think Tyrone Smith uh, is a offensive lineman that any team, whether it's the Chiefs, the Cowboys, or anybody uh, that can say they 100% can rely on for 18 weeks. Um, I don't believe that. Um, as a matter of fact, I think this year is probably the most games Tyrone Smith probably played and completed because uh, I don't remember hearing, having him too many injuries this year in a while. So uh, to answer your question in a nutshell, Shelby, Shelby, no. I don't think – and remember I told you, we're in the era of smoke screens and lies. And a lot of this stuff is being leaked by the agent. For all we know, Tyrone Smith's agent could have leaked that. Uh, just to kind of get ready to sit there and say, all right, Dallas, what do you want to do? We want a new deal or we want another couple years. He needs to retire. He should have been off the Dallas roster like five years ago. You know, I know some diehard – He's only 33. He's, his body's breaking now. He's 33 going on 43. I got some diehard Cowboys fans that's wanted Tyrone Smith off the roster. He, he He's a shell of himself, man. He was all pro. Uh, definitely had a Hall of Fame trajectory career. I don't know by now, but you can't help the club from the tub, and he breaks down. He's slower now, and no. All it is is the name on the back of his jersey that gets everybody all excited. Uh, but sticking with that, we can kind of transition to USA Today's top 25 free agents. Um we really don't have to go through the 25, Jonas. Just give me – let's look at the – and this is all according to USA Today. This is their opinion. Uh, but go ahead and give me, let's just say, the not, top 10, and then you can maybe give me a notable name or two that's also on there. But let's just look at the top 10 according to USA Today. Well, a notable name sitting outside of that top 10 is Tyron Smith. I'll come okay. to the 15 on that list okay. just while we – for, for conversation's sake. I got sake. you. Uh, number what? Let's, let's let's count these down. Let's count okay. these down. Number ten, Daniil Hunter, defensive end, Minnesota Vikings. That's a good one. And we know they've been in uh, you know in, in kind of disagreement over the last few years. Um, we've seen a lot of pieces from the Vikings fall away. You know, two of them going to the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so now Daniil Hunter kind of on that block as well. Uh, Legarius Sneed, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, yeah, you know he played a big part in uh you know throughout the season but then you look at that one of the touchdowns that the Niners were able to get over um over the Chiefs in the Super Bowl and they need miss the tackle um Sneed is the you're talking about Sneed is the uh oh their corner right the their corner, the corner. Yes. yeah luxurious um he's not going nowhere uh, he'll he'll sign with the. I mean, Kansas City. Um, first of all, um, 
on the brighter note, instead of the shooting at the parade, uh, Spags gets an extension. They lock Spags up. I know there was some rumbling. People think Spags has earned a right for another head coaching job. I think Spags, as long as he gets taken care of, it's less stress one unit, he's going to ride this thing out. Um, and I don't blame him. But that is another note that Spags got his extension today. But who? Else? But, but Sneed, he ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. Uh, secondary pieces continue. Number eight, Antoine Winfield Jr. from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, and then moving on, Jalen Johnson, corner for the Chicago Bears, make, make up number eight and seven. Those two guys, uh, it wouldn't surprise me either way if they're on newer teams. Uh, you know, especially... Um, now, you know, Todd Bowles is a defensive-minded guy. You know, it's going to be up to him to express to the GM and the organization how much he feels uh, that, you know, um, that he would be a part still of what they want to do going forward. But I wouldn't be surprised if those two individuals on different teams. What else you got? Uh, the defensive trend does continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Matabuki, uh, defensive tackle for the Baltimore Ravens, led all defensive tackles this year with 13 sacks. Uh, tying an NFL record by recording at least half a sack in 11 consecutive games. Don't know Baltimore's cap situation, but we do know we do know Lamar Jackson is uh, taking a good chunk of that uh, with his new contract. You know, I'm pretty sure. What uh, was Odell like on a one year deal or two year deal? What they give Odell? I want to say he was on a two. A two, okay. Um, considering the numbers that the defense put up. Um, I would say that they will try to make a priority to keep him, but that's one of those. There's going to probably be some casualties on the Baltimore defensive side because there's going to be some teams that have got money that are going to need some defensive help that might they just might get outbid for him. But I think the Ravens would like to try to make an effort to keep him. Go ahead. Most definitely. Top five here. Um I'll run through these because we're kind of coming down, let you, and I'll let you clean up the segment afterwards. But okay. Brian Burns, outside linebacker, defensive end of the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Kirk Cousins, quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings, comes in at number four. Uh, Bengals receiver T. Higgins at number three. Mm. Linebacker Josh Allen of the Jaguars, number two. And then Chris Jones, number one, Kansas mm. City Chiefs. Mm. Well, first of all, uh, Kirk Cousins is very interesting because there's a report out there today, which I kind of knew this because we talked about this a few months ago. Justin Jefferson has let the Minnesota Vikings know, like, uh, we can pause on this extension till I know who's quarterback. Okay. Now, I could take that either way. That's either half glass, half full empty because it could be like, uh, are we moving on from Kirk? Because I feel like if I'm going to be here long term, I don't know if I'm vibing with Kurt that way long term. You know, the whole shirt off change is cool and everything on the plane, but I need somebody that I think I need one of those studs. Or it could be the other that it's just like, hey, if we look at moving on to Kurt from Kurt Cousins, and I've got to restart with a rookie quarterback or or a filler in, I might be looking elsewhere. Translation. Uh, regardless. Justin Jefferson is not going anywhere. Um, He's going to reset the wide receiver market. And that's the type of player that Minnesota Vikings. And they're they're in a weird spot because they do need to address the quarterback situation. Because I think even if Kirk comes back on a short deal, they've got to find a quarterback for the future. But I've said this before. A wide receiver does not make or break you from a Super Bowl. It helps, 
but it's not like a pass rusher and it's not like a quarterback. Okay, so therefore, but when you look at what Justin Jefferson is and he's the face of the franchise and he's your best offensive weapon and best off. Well, technically, he's the best player, period. You're stuck in a situation that even though this is a receiver, you're going to be bidding against some other people and you're probably going to have to take care of him, especially on the sign and bonus side to keep him in a Vikings universe. The Minnesota can't really afford to lose him, in my opinion, because they are going to have some uncertainty at the quarterback position over the next couple of years. We don't know what Kurt's going to look like at his age coming off of this Achilles situation. We really don't. Okay, um, he probably won't won't even be ready technically all the way fully by the time OTAs and training camp start. We don't know. So that's probably why you're hearing that report. Um, so far, the top 10, what are you going to add? I was just going to say, we could probably hit some bigger names. There's other okay. names down the list as we yeah. come back here from yeah, the break. We, but. Okay. Yeah, out of that top 10, just looking at that, it doesn't shock me that Chris Jones is number one. I kind of gave you my thoughts about him uh, yesterday. But when we get back, we'll continue the other names on the list. Uh, just a couple other notes that we'll touch on before we get out of here. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a Dose. We are broadcasting here for the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. We'll be back. Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great bold and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. Shake things up with Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix made with premium ingredients and crafted for a bold and savory taste, whether with your favorite vodka or with the pre-mixed ready-to-drink cans. Zing Zang, America's favorite Bloody Mary and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please Zing Zang responsibly. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to choosetiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the sports grind. Back here on the sports grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producers, pin the one and twos. Today's show was presented by Dosecchi's. Get a dose, and we have him broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. And this last segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words: the key to any perfect cocktail, and that is Zing Zang. Make sure you try out all their pre-made alcoholic drinks. They come in different flavors. All right, but whatever you do, make sure you always Zing Zang responsibly. Um. All right, so before we get back to the list, uh, you're telling me that we've got confirmation now in the the incident that took place at the Kansas City Chiefs Parade. So we have a fatality now? 
Uh, yeah, from CBS Austin, um, which is just one of the accounts I follow. Uh-huh. Uh, one person was killed, and this is up uh, 24 minutes ago. Uh, one person was killed. Up to 15 were injured. Wow. So. Well, I, this sounds like to me, and don't want to speculate. We'll hear details as the night rolls on. But, you know, when you're talking about that many injured and one kill, this almost sounds like... Um, a premeditated act to be honest with you it doesn't really sound like a fight or something breaks out and then when you're talking about 15 people killed this sounds like a uh a 15 injured 15 injured 15 excuse injured. i'm sorry 15 injured and one no. killed it sounds like this is a premeditated attack for whatever reason in my opinion we'll see when the details come out but that's what it sounds like to me but just a sad situation altogether um Okay, so the back to the free agent list. Um, you know, on the number one, before you give me the other big names that might be on there, um, if you did miss yesterday's show, don't forget about sportsgroundonline.com where you can download the podcast. But I talked about this with uh, Chris Jones. You know, um, it's really going to depend on what he wants to do. And when you're talking about a player – that is important to Kansas City's defensive front, <coughs> excuse me, um, he's going to garner a lot of attention. I told you yesterday there was a report that the Texans might be making a run for him. But I think if you look at any of the teams that have salary cap that need defensive help, um, there's going to be a market and a bidding war for him. Um, and, and I do believe, and I'll say this right now, I do believe Kansas City has their limit of what they're going to do and what they're not going to go over. Uh, because I believe that, yes, he's a big part of what they do. Um, I think there would be a difference. But when you lock up Spags on a contract extension and you still got Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, they can find somebody cheaper uh, to basically do. Because really, that back end is really starting to be the lion's share of that defense. But And no disrespect to Chris Jones. I mean, they're going to want to keep him. They're going to try to keep him. But this, all the ball is in Chris Jones' court. So it doesn't make, that doesn't surprise me that he's number one. So what are some of the other names that, uh, that might be notable that's on the list? Well, a lot of pieces are defensive pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ Reader of the, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, they're at 24, defensive tackle. Chase Young, defensive end of the 49ers. Um, we know that 49ers defense is going to look a little bit different. Report today uh, that Steve Wilkes has been relieved of his duties. Golly. Um Kyle Shanahan said as much as he liked, you know, working with Wilkes, you know, he respects, you know, that the decision to go in a different way. So we'll see what that looks like. So Chase Young, you know, being a piece on the defensive front, we know that they acquired him this year from Washington. Didn't get a long-term deal done like they like the Bears did with Montez Sweat. Um, Baker Mayfield, coming in at number 20, uh, one of the two quarterbacks that you'll find here on that list. He joins Kirk Cousins. Uh, so he's, he's in at 20, um, and, and his receiver, Mike Evans, number 13, appropriately, he wears number 13, but Mike Evans is the number 13, um, free agent on USA Today's list, and Michael Pittman Jr. of the Colts, number 12. Um... One of those guys, and I would put, if I was a gambling man, which I'm not, um, one of those I would push the chips to one of those two individuals that are coming in at 12 and 13. Speaking of Pittman and Mike uh, Mike Evans are going to end up in Kansas City. Um, 
I've been saying Mike Evans. I think it's Mike Evans, but you know Pittman. Um, for whatever reason, I mean, I, I doubted Chris Ballard and Indy um, is going to make some huge splash offer to Michael Pittman. Keep in mind, Ballard he called all over town trying to trade for a wide receiver, even going back to last April in the draft. Uh, Pittman had put up some good numbers in the last year or two. Um, you know, I've had some battle conversations with HC about him. I mean, you know, she thinks he's all world. I'm like, look, I saw the kid play at USC. Um, he's a speedster. He's a little light in the britches. Uh, but he's not, I mean, when, uh, put it this way. Higgins is probably going to get more looks and more garner more attention than Michael Pittman. And Higgins is one of those, because I've been telling you, Higgins – Boyd and Chase, some giving. Something's got to give. They can talk about taking less money and all they want to. Something's going to give out of that. Okay, those three. But I think in Mike Evans and Mike and Pittman, one of those guys are going to end up in Kansas City. They're going to upgrade their receiver position. Well, somebody else that could be considered that's a free agent this year. We have more wide receiver free agents. Uh Um, I know you said you're not a gambling man, but this guy is Calvin Ridley, uh, number 16 on USA Today's list. It came in with uh, 1,000 yards, 1,016 yards uh, over this last year, eight touchdowns for the Jaguars. But but the, the key factor is is he caught roughly half of his the the balls thrown to him. The Chiefs Trevor need Town. a reliable receiver. Now, I think that Patrick Mahomes can probably get throw a more accurate ball than Trevor Lawrence. If you look at you know maybe where those targets, you know maybe they weren't quite on target. Um, but you got him, and then even Marquise Brown, you know Hollywood Brown out there in Arizona, a little undersized, but a gadget piece that Kansas City could always have some fun with. Holloway Brown would be one of the one of the few. Build a pack toward the last receivers. He, he's, I mean, he's no, he's nothing to sneeze at, man. Um, I still think, if, if, I mean, if you bring up uh, Calvin Ridley, I mean, I think a lot of had to do it. I think Trevor Lawrence was banged up this year. They just had an off year, and sometimes that happens. Um, my the bargain piece in there for the Kansas City Chiefs is Mike Evans, and if I had to choose all those receivers, Calvin Ridley included. Mike Evans is the best fit because Mike Evans gives you a fist. This team is, is, for all we know, the Kansas City Chiefs could be sticking with this mantra and this 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 DNA that they bought this that they built this year, being a physical running type of team. Let Patrick make the point. Mike Evans gives Patrick Mahomes a physicality at the wide receiver position and height that he hasn't had. Especially when you talk about a guy that has an arm and a cannon that Patrick Mahomes has and Mike's you know ability to attack the deep ball up top, by far he's the best addition out of all those receivers. And somebody like Mike Evans also helps out Travis Kelsey if he comes back next year because he's yeah. definitely going to you know, take attention. Yeah. Uh, who, oh. do you, who do you double team, yeah. Travis Kelsey or Mike Evans? I, I think, well, Travis, Killer Travis coming back. I mean, that's one thing I didn't really get into. But Kansas City, from Andy and Travis Kelsey, they let it be known that they're, they're coming back. They want this three-peat. Um, but... Calvin Ridley is one of those that, um, first of all, another reason why I say is Mike Evans is going to come in at the best price than all of those guys. 
You think even better than Calvin Ridley? Yeah, because Calvin Ridley's younger. He he still has that speed, like you said, the gadget. Mike Evans, you're going to get Mike Evans at a cheaper price because Mike Evans would want to compete for another ring. Mike Evans has won a ring with Tom Brady. He would like to go play. No disrespect to Baker Mayfield, but he would love to go ahead and play with a quarterback. He played with Tom Brady. He would love to play about a good another two or three years left with Patrick Mahomes, see if he can have his hardware. He'd take a discount to do Hell so. Hell yeah. Okay. That's something they like. Really, really is going to get more attention because of his speed. Pittman, those guys are going to acquire more money because of age and skill set. Mike Evans is going to be a discount type of signing for Kansas City for anybody for that month. But I like Mike and like Calvin Ridley, uh, Michael Pittman, guys like that, in my opinion, they're gonna go where they can get paid. Mike Evans is gonna go where it gives him a chance to win a ring, whether it's Kansas City, whether it's Baltimore, whether it's Buffalo. Dallas, maybe. I mean, that could. I don't. You know, I couldn't see. I could see that a move for Jerry, maybe like a discounted veteran bringing a Mike Evans in. Now, you know, I tell you, Dallas be his third or fourth choice when I tell you about these other teams. But yeah, Mike Evans is going to be signed. Either he's going to stay in Tampa, which the reason why I've lost, you know, belief that he's going to stay in Tampa because I've been following this for the last two years and they've been trying to get this contract done with Evans. And so I don't know if you get that done, if, uh, you know, off season of four or five months makes a difference. But I just feel that he's either going to stay in Tampa or he's going to sign with a veteran. Not, excuse me, I'm afraid. He's going to sign with a contending team that has an opportunity to win the Super Bowl. Who else will we might list on that on that list that we didn't mention? Uh, well, I mentioned Tyron Smith coming in at 15. Uh, we mm-hmm. have two other offensive linemen. Kevin Dodson of the L.A. Rams. <coughs> uh, he's a guard. And Mike Anwenu, uh, guard tackle, uh, coming over from New England Patriots. Um, which is surprising. You wouldn't think to see a Patriot there number 22 on the list. But as they write on USA Today... Uh, despite New England having shortcomings, Anwenu was one of the you know one of the bright spots. Actually, I would tell everybody buyers beware with offensive linemen with free agents in New England. None of them has panned out. They're all world at New England. You can go ask. A, I mean, there's a few teams that come across my head that has gotten their ass bit and snake bit and touch a stove sign and giving somebody a bunch of money on the offensive line with New England and they go trash. Giants, uh, I forgot who that was. Giants got bit by one. Proceed with caution. The history shows you offensive linemen at New England when they leave New England. Now, that's under the Bill Belichick, but when they leave New England, they're not as half as the offensive linemen. That they were, so I would I would proceed with that, and if I know that, then GMs that are paid seven figures a year know that. So um, I will say I will say that. Um, so the quarterbacks on that list is Kirk Cousins, and who else? And Baker, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. Those only two to make their top twenty-five. Yeah. Well, if Russell gets released, he'll he'll probably leapfrog both of them. I'm not uh, so sure about that. Oh, he will. He's, he's definitely He'll, not leaping Kirk. Uh, Kirk's coming off of Achilles, Jonas. That's, I think. That's I think. Fine. I, I, no, that's not fine. Yes, Kirk, Kirk, fine. Kirk. How old is Kirk, Jonas? I'm gonna take a stab at it because I don't have his age in front of me. I'm, I'm gonna say about 35. Okay. If I'm not, um, he's he's got to be right there around. Okay. Uh, Russell Wilson's age. Okay. So 
again, keep in mind, Kirk Cousins suffered this uh, suffered this Achilles injury. He's 36. Okay, 36. Come on, man. And he suffered this Achilles injury in like what, week? Was it week 8, 10? I think it was oh, week uh, seven. No, no, it was closer to six or seven because it was right, uh, right around the trade deadline, and we questioned, you know, would the Vikings consider moving him when he was healthy um, to a team like the Jets? Would a team, would, would a team like the Jets entertain him? Um, and then they got injured right at the wrong time. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they made the trade with the Cardinals to bring Josh Dobbs in before the trade deadline. I think it was earlier than weeks. I think it was later than week six. So the point I'm bringing up is he suffered this type of injury, which is normally a 10 to 12 rehab month of injury. Um, There's a good chance that he's not going to be ready for camp. Um, There could be a market for Kirk Cousins. But if Russell Wilson gets released, um, I would automatically think Russell. I mean, heck, I'd probably put because of the Now, this is only because the Achilles injury. I would probably put Baker maybe even ahead of Kirk because of the injury. Um, that's a big deal, man, especially at that position. And when you're 36, I mean, that's like going to a, buy a car and the Carfax, you got to choose. But the Carfax says this car has been in six wrecks and had two transmission overhauls. And then you got two other things that are just, oh, well, they don't look as good, but they don't have the resume that Kurt's. So you're going to go with the other one. Uh, Kurt's been cut on. Like, I think, first of all, I think, you know, Kevin O'Connell, every time I've heard him speak about Kirk Cousins, I think he would want to do everything to try to keep him, even though they need a quarterback of the future. Uh, But, no, I think that injury really hurts uh, Kurt at the age of 36, and that's the reason why Justin Jefferson is like, I am not – they've had this extension shoved in front of Justin Jefferson and his agent's face for like the last, I don't know, like 18 months. And he's kept making excuses not to really sign it. And this is prior to Kurt blowing his Achilles out. So in my opinion, Justin Jefferson wants a young stud. He wants somebody that's a little bit more on a different level than even Kurt Cousins. Even with that said, I still don't think they're letting him out the building. He's going anywhere. They just might have to overpay for him, which he will reset the market and have everybody like, what? Um, who else is on there? We All the pretty much important names. Well, I mean, you didn't want to go through all 25, but if yeah. you want to, you want a couple more. Christian Wilkins, defensive tackle for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, again, Vic Fangio no longer down there, so they're going through a new defensive identity. We can see what, how they want to pursue that defensive tackle. Leonard Williams for the Seattle Seahawks. They acquired him via trade uh, this season. Uh, he comes in at number 14 on the list. Kendall Fuller um, for the Washington Commanders, corner. Uh, so he's one of the, another one of those secondary pieces, and then Kyle Duggar, safety from the New England Patriots. Fuller be gone. New coach, new regime, got draft picks. Yeah, but you don't you don't think that somebody like Dan Quinn wants to have a corner like him? It just comes down to really, I mean, I, you know, Washington. I, I'm pretty sure they're going to have some money to spend in cap. It just depends on their other needs. I mean. I don't know, you know, it's just it's tricky when you have a a different even though Dan is a defensive minded coach when you have a regime switch because again, you know, corners and receivers. If you have a good scouting department, you can find that in the draft and you can find them cheap. In the last few years, there's good talent at the wide receiver and the corner position. You got to take that in consideration as well, too. I mean, it depends on what Fuller is going to demand on the open market. Also, real quick, back to the news that you just let me know about Steve Wilkes, the 49ers. 
If there's ever a brother in the NFL, like, you know, Millie Vanilli used to have that song, Blame It on the Rain. Steve Wilkes, they, they need to say Blame It on Steve. That brother has been done. I mean, we get all caught up with the Eric B. Enemy, you know, he can't get a job, this and this. Steve Wilkes have been the punching boy and the mistakes for blame for the lack of success or the coming up short from organizations than anybody I can, you know, anybody I can remember. Okay. Really? I mean, they treating him like brother man. Martin used to treat brother man for Martin. I mean, damn. You know, like, first of all, just a side note, there was rumblings about Steve through the sea. He was taking a lot of heat from San Fran and that area of media and some of the fans. And I've even been on record saying, like, the defense is not what it was on Asala or D'Amico Rhymes. But they're going to do him like that? You know? Like, I mean, at the end of the day, man, I mean, who's been able to stop 15 on a game-winning drive with a Lombardi on the line. I mean, because if you really want to be technical, <laughs> you know, Brock Purdy picks up that third and four, it's a different outcome, and it's a different thing, and Steve Wilk still got his job. But that's the life of the NFL. That's the life of the NFL. But that brother there, man, he's had a bad run. You know what I'm saying? Like, we forget these people are human, man. They are real people. And, you know, the fact that just to have to be bounced around like that when the naked eye can sit there and tell, like, okay. But if Kyle says it's not a fit, it wasn't a fit, the only thing I would tell Kyle is, like, well, you might have not known it was a fit at the halfway mark. Why not make a change there? But it is what it is. Go ahead. Talk to him at Super Bowl 58 Radio Row, but Rob Guerrero of the uh, Gold Standard Network uh, says that he believes – uh, the Niners and Kyle should give Bill Belichick a call. So this is maybe one of those kinds of moves that you make if you feel like you've got the inside track on a Belichick. And now he puts the odds at point zero one percent, but there's always you're telling me there's a chance. Well, I think Guerrero's and we've had a great interview with him. I think the reason why he's putting that out is because when you hear an organization that called Tom Brady a couple of times, why not? But I think that's I think that's a pipe dream in my opinion. But anyway, that's a wrap for today. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark, San Antonio, Abilene, people up in Tyler, people up in the Maha City in Denver, Colorado, people down the whole three hundred five South Florida region, and my people down Laredo when that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for either Sue's butt if we were out the rack just ask yourself you grind in peace see you tomorrow when life sounds too much like this it's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Maestro Dobel Tequila was born from 11 generations of tequila-making legacy. It is sourced from a single estate in the volcanic lowlands of Jalisco, Mexico, using the finest 100% blue agave. Double distilled and aged in European white oak barrels, Maestro Dobel's commitment to innovation isn't only to discover new ways of distilling and aging, it's about elevating and crafting a superior tequila that is the essence of mastery. Maestro Dobel is the official tequila of the PGA Tour and an official sponsor of the sports grind.
Please drink responsibly. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits, and world-class wine to chips, dips, and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, Shout. cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 